Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. What happened? Mike died right before my eyes. He... The, the thing, it just crushed him. Ma'am? Yes, Hank? I think you'll want to hear this, ma'am. All right, I'm coming. Stay put, Seth. I'll be right back. I can't do this anymore. I can't. Thank you for waiting. We need more details. What else happened? It's on the tapes. While the recorder was on, we don't know that we're getting the whole truth. We'd like you to fill in exactly what happened. It was a blur. But you did see what happened to your friend, right? Yes. Could you walk us through it? I ran down the hall, the way I had come from, and through the hall that led to the hatch we found. I was out of breath and my heart wouldn't stop racing. When I got back to the ladder leading up to the hatch, I saw Brandon and Allie. What about Aaron? Brandon was still clinging to her. He had been carrying her with him. He was hysterical. I, I think we all were at that point, but Brandon... I think he thought that we could still save Aaron. That we could get her to town and medical personnel could help her, but she was gone. And when I didn't come back with Mike, he looked mortified. Brandon, you have to set her down. We have to go. No, we, we can't leave her behind. It will get her. Brandon, we have to go. Shit. Oh, God. Brandon was breaking right before my eyes. As I was running towards them... Allie was trying to tell Brandon to leave Aaron behind, that we'd come back after we found help, but he wouldn't have it. He was convinced her body wouldn't be there to find. That's when the thing we'd seen at the cabin came around the corner. I could see on Brandon's face. He had no idea that thing even existed. The other one, the skinny one, in the room with... That must have been the one that... killed Aaron. Seeing the monster started all of us up the ladder. I pulled Brandon towards the ladder. Allie had already gotten a head start when I had yelled. Whatever held Brandon frozen in place vanished. He put Aaron's body down, carefully, and followed us up the ladder. I had just gotten my feet onto the ground when I turned and gave Brandon my hand. That's... Seth. Oh, God. Seth, we need you. I know. I know. 
Brandon was climbing up. Brandon, grab my hand. Come on, man. Attaboy. His hand was in my hand, and then it wasn't. The hulky thing was trying to drag Brandon back into the bunker, but he was clenching onto the side of the hatch. He called out to me. Sap! Help! Brandon! No! I tried. I I really did. I tried to pull him up. I even got him halfway out. And then... Jesus Christ, it just ripped him off the ladder and threw him to the ground. He slipped right out of my hands. Then I fell forward, and, and I guess that was enough movement for the hatch to fall closed. It slammed on my head, and... Oh my god, Seth, are you okay? Oh god, we have to go. Is that how you got the gash on your forehead? Yeah. Allie pulled me out and got me to my feet. That's when we heard. Allie slammed the hatch and started pulling me away. She knew. Knew what? That Brandon was dead. You're certain of that? His back was snapped in half in front of my very own eyes. I'm certain. I'm sorry. We'll we'll just have to be sure. I'm sure you understand now. Now please continue. Well, the hit to the head started to get to me. My vision started blurring. I was feeling faint. Allie was doing her best to support my weight the entire way. Where? To the car at first. Allie forgot the battery was dead and I was disoriented. After Allie bandaged me up, we stayed underneath the desk, silently waiting. For help? For something? The wind blew, the cabin creaked, and nothing came. After a while, I fell asleep. The next recording was left for me by Allie. When I woke up, there was no light left. 
The sun had completely set, and now everything was bathed in moonlight. I played back Allie's message as I got up and went to the window. Shit, Seb, I've been trying to wake you up for five minutes. Nothing's working, and I'm getting pretty worried. I'm gonna go off and search for help. If you wake up before I get back, don't leave. Just, just wait for me. Uh, I'll see you soon, I guess. Bye. I didn't think of it at the time, but I guess that was the last time I heard Allie's voice. Do you think she was attacked? I don't know. What happened next? That's when I heard the footsteps. The monster was near the cabin. I could hear him outside. I ran back under the desk and hid, and after a few very long minutes, I looked up to the window and saw the monster. It was stopped in front of the window. This was the first time I really got a good look at it. Even in the dark, I could see its skin was lumpy and looked burned. It was covered in scars and disproportionate. It's like half of its body hung lower than the other, and its face looked swollen and badly bruised. Its body was larger than a normal man's, but past all the disfiguration, this creature looked as if it was once a man? It was so disturbing. Seth, please calm down. You're getting yourself worked up. Right now, I need you to finish your story. All right. Alright, so he began to move again, and I saw him going towards the front door. I knew he'd kill me if I stayed there. I had to do something. So I crawled to the window opposite of the door. I unlocked and opened that window. I started throwing things from the desk, camp crafts, a a pen cup, and books from the shelves out of the window. It worked. He... It may have been human at some point, but whatever happened to him seemed to make him pretty feral. He responded to the noise and immediately charged around the corner of the headmaster's cabin. His stomps were vibrating the floorboards. That was my chance. I made a break for it. I started running. I, My vision started blurring again. I reached the road and I couldn't keep running. I can't remember anything else except that I woke up to you and the other guy picking me up off the road. I, I must have fainted and, well, I remember you putting me in the back of your car. That's everything? Yeah. When we arrived on the scene, we found you caked in blood, mumbling about something in the woods. Seth, the story you fabricate... No, stop it right there. You're not going to gaslight me. I know what I saw. Seth, it is very common during great times of stress for the brain to fabricate its own realities. Sometimes it's easier to believe the monster under the bed rather than the truth. So that's it? You don't believe that we were attacked, and now... Two of my best rangers are up there right now, searching, and haven't reported any trace of this monster. What? So you think I did it? I went up into the mountains with a bunch of my friends and killed them? No, I don't. I presume you wouldn't have lit the flare and called attention to yourself if... Wait, you found me because you saw a flare? Yes. That must have been Allie! We have to go back for her! Seth... My rangers have been up there for the past 12 hours. We haven't found anyone alive. There are only three bodies so far, but there has been nothing found indicating Allie must still be in the area. And while we don't think there was a monster, we definitely believe you were attacked. They have been a number of bear sightings. Listen, Ranger, I I know what I saw. There's monsters up there. There were at least two, possibly more, and if we don't go back up right now, more people are going to die. Ma'am, Taylor just called in. It's urgent. What's going on? They said they found... something. I I think it's best if we go check it out. Fine. 
Seth, is there anything else you'd like to say? I, I need to wrap up. He- Bring your biggest gun and kill the fucking thing. Better yet, take me with you. I can help. We need to find Allie. Please. Please? I can't do that. Maybe we're not done here yet, but I promise we'll do our best to look for your friend. Hank, stay with the kid until I get back. It won't be long. Sure, ma'am, but... She'll find your friend. I hope so. Hey, thanks for listening. Next week is Lake Clarity's finale, but rest assured, Lewis and I are already hard at work on Season 2. We will have an update on that soon after the finale airs. But while you wait for next week's episode to drop, we'd like to recommend two shows for you. The first is a Fake Crafters Network show, Subject Found. Sometimes, our monsters don't remain in the past. Sometimes, that which we think is just a story, or a legend, or even lore, ends up being very, very true, and it haunts us. A multi-award winning audio drama, Subject Found is a deeply layered audio drama that seamlessly weaves the personal stories of its characters into entertaining tales of the monsters that haunt us. If you enjoy podcasts like Lore or Myths and Legends and are wondering what a fictional version of those shows would be, well, you can find it in Subject Found. It's available wherever you find podcasts or by going to www.paulsading.com. That's P-A-U-L-S-A-T-I-N-G.com. And you can find his shows under the podcast tab. Definitely check it out. I know I say this every week, but it is actually genuinely one of my favorite shows. It's very well-crafted, wonderfully written, and has some kick-ass sound design, which I'm a big fan of. And the second show I'd like to recommend is the Alexandria Archives. I know I've mentioned them before, but I can't recommend them highly enough. They're big supporters of our show, and we couldn't do what we do without their help. In case you don't remember, the Alexandria Archives are half college talk radio and half scary stories to tell in the dark. Each week brings something new and entirely different, and quite honestly, their most recent episode, The Mandala Effect, had me on the edge of my seat. Check out both of these amazing podcasts and tell them we say hi. And now, the credits. This week, you heard the voice of Bear Omenson as Seth, Maddie Moore as Allie, James Brunt as Brandon, Kristen Van Etten as Ranger Joan, and Michael Miller as Ranger Hank. This was written and directed by Pacific Obadiah and Larissa Fleming, and edited by Pacific Obadiah. Our music was created by Its Teeth. You can find him at itsteeth.net or on Bandcamp and Spotify. This was a Midnight Disease Productions, created with help by Met Media. Thanks for listening. Hold up. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 